five, four. happening okay so you guys we have a confession and by we maybe i mean maybe i mean us we're attempting a little something we call a live recording of so what you're hearing right now usually we do this music in post that's not happening right now there's no post it's playing right now via a laptop computer into the soundboard I can't necessarily tell how loud it is. Hopefully I got the levels okay. I'm trying right now to slowly fade it out as we begin the podcast. Continue to fade it out. Christy. Yeah. Welcome to our first live recorded. Oh, brought it back up. Take out. Oh, no. No. Still intro time. Okay, bring it back to me. It's really hard for me because I was playing with the setup earlier and I basically realized that what I did was created a giant karaoke machine for myself. Oh, no. A very, very oh, no. elaborate setup with the end result of me just... Um, very expensive karaoke machine. Being able to sing into a microphone and hear the music that I was singing to and the and my voice in the background. Luckily, we'll, we won't subject you to that too much yeah i did a little mumford and sons oh no i did the opening to our show which is kate nash kate nash right yep 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 so hey everybody how's it going first of all by the time you're hearing this it won't matter at all because you've already heard the heard heard the previous two episodes but just wanted to um apologize for the fact that it took us uh, we, we missed updating a, we missed uploading a show by three or four days. We're trying to do it consistently every week. And then we had, we had been recording consistently every week, but maybe not editing. We had a little bit. Yeah. There was a little bit of an issue when it came to editing and, uh, getting it, getting it online, which basically the issue means Christy needs to learn how to do it. <laughs> but once I sat down and did it, yeah, it went, it went well, I think. Right. Yeah. Okay. So, Christy, hey, how's it going? I'm good. What's going on? Not much. Just hot. Yeah, it's really hot. So, for those of you that aren't in Seattle, which is probably none of you, um, <laughs> it's been uh, it's been warm. I mean, I'm b- born and raised here in Seattle. You, uh, no, no, you. Not me. No. Where'd you come from? Do you want to know my whole story? Uh. Sure. I was I was born in Portland, Oregon. Right. Then I believe the story is we moved to Spokane, Washington. Mm-hmm. That is the story. Sorry. And then my dad got a job, um, got offered a job to um, learn about computers. Yeah. In um, back in the old days of computers, and got transferred to uh, Omaha, Nebraska, which I lived there until however old you are in sixth grade. I don't know how old that is. Homeschooled. No, <laughs> homeschooled. So, so maybe anywhere 11 between to like 12? 8 and <laughs> 30. 16. Something <laughs> yeah, like that. So something yeah. like that. And then I moved here. So most the majority of my life has been here. 
Welcome. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, but so this is the climate that you're accumulating. Yes. Acclimated. Yes. Acclimated to. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. So for that, it's unseasonably warm. Well, I don't yeah. even know. We have like nice summers every once in a while, but when it gets warm here, we completely. But okay. So here's shit. the reason. First, we have moisture in the air all the time. So it's humid. Yeah. Second, we have no air conditioning except yeah. in our cars and like in public areas. Right. So we whine a lot and we deserve to whine about it. But your mom pointed out today while we were hanging out is that we'll it's get not to that in the upcoming segment because that's not, the entire other yeah, It's not fair to whine about the heat. And also be the type of person that whines about the rain all the time and then also the cold all the time and the gray all the time. Like, okay, if you're whining about the weather all the time, just move. Do you whine about the cold and the rain and the whatever? I whine about I'll, – I'll just be like, okay, rain. It's, it's enough. It's enough. When it's been like – what we went like 80 days without sun. No, we had – I mean there's always sun. But rain. Like just the rain, like after a while, like in the winter, it starts to get, get to me a little bit, but I'm also not like super whiny about the heat either. Got it. My favorite temperature in Seattle is probably like between 80 and 85. That's what I would live at. Seriously? Mm -hmm. It's been like 85. It was in the nineties today. Low nineties. Yeah, low 90s. That's pretty dang but close to 85. Here's another thing about Seattle. 85 is warm for here. Which people are like already bored because they live here so they know all this stuff. But another thing about Seattle is it doesn't start to get hot until like 3 in the afternoon. So then the nights are miserable. That's when it's hot. Like trying to sleep when it's 80 degrees outside. You don't agree? I have no idea what you're You don't no, agree? No, I totally okay. don't agree. Okay. And I've lived here longer than you, so... Right. It was hot this morning. It was we, hot this, this morning. Today was different. I, we got up in the morning and we we're walking out to the car. It was car. like 10 o'clock sweating. Yeah. 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 And I was sweating. Oh. Anyway. Poor Baldy. Well, hey. <laughs> he got a little sunburn on his head. I did. Wait, I had an adventure yesterday with my daughter. It's Pride weekend. Is it Pride thing uh, like it's a national? Always, it's always in June. That's the National Pride Month, and each city just picks what their weekend is. And oh. Seattle and San Francisco are this weekend. And New York, I think. Yeah, a lot of them. I saw a lot of pictures from New a York. A lot of them. Yeah. So it was Pride weekend, and I um, had quite an adventure yesterday with my daughter. We took her out. Well, we when me. I say we, I mean me by myself. <laughs> um, took her to the – they had like a family day Pride celebration type situation um and we went out and parking is insane parking is already insane so kind of the neighborhood the like capitol hill yeah the gay neighborhood the gay neighborhood i don't know if that's kosher to say or whatever i have the gay card so i'm good okay yeah uh. christy's gay so we're good um <laughs> take that back uh my dad is gay <laughs> jesus oh that explains a lot <laughs> like why he Sleeps with the man. Sleeps with the man. <laughs> and hangs out at gay bars all the time. Yeah. Um, but yeah, yeah, yeah. So Capitol Hill parking is already crazy up there all the time. Um, I used to live there. And it was it was nuts. The only reason it kind of worked out is because I was an apartment manager at the time. And uh, 
we is, is everything okay? Yeah. Sorry. <laughs> Sorry. Christy's mm-hmm. dog was having some issues. Mm-hmm. Um, He's stoned. <laughs> oh yeah, we had to give him. Yeah, because the fire. The, no, no, no. It's doggy volume because of the the fireworks. Yeah. Yeah. All right. Anyway, so parking's already crazy. I was an apartment manager up on Capitol Hill, and it was the only reason it kind of worked is um, to have like parking is because I had control of a parking garage, and I could get my friends to. I would let my friends park there, but but so parking is already crazy. So I went up there yesterday with Ellie. She has this like bike that she Ellie is my are we saying almost the name? three year old daughter? Yeah, I've okay. said it multiple times. Okay. And besides, it's not her actual name, right? It's yeah. True. Um, and so, um, anyway, it's, it's really Phoebe. <laughs> <laughs> no, no, we're not. Oh. Don't say her. <laughs> Tell you. Um, so we uh, went up there. She has this like balance bike. It's a bike with no pedals that she is learning to cruise around on. It's pretty cool. Um, she kind of scoots herself and then whatever. Anyway, so we like got up in the morning, drove down to Capitol Hill, parked like a couple miles away from like the main area celebration, whatever. And she rode her bike like two miles to the place. Um, then we spent another two or three hours playing in fountains and they had a waiting pool there. She was playing in the waiting pool and they had, um, they had drag queen, Story time <laughs> where they had um, drag queens reading stories. It's pretty straightforward. Um, they had a magic show. They had some bands there. They had a uh, the Seattle Quake, which is um, a, a rugby team that is gay friendly, um, had a uh, rug, rugby, like a charity rugby match where they were playing a – it was it, it, the Seattle Quake is a men's team and the – they were playing a women's team that I can't remember where they were from, but the men were all wearing dresses and all of the women that they were playing were wearing men's clothes. Um, so that was exciting. Ellie really loved that because she loves football and rugby is similar to football. Um, anyway, we ended up spending a few hours out in the sun. Um, and by a few hours, I mean basically the entire day. Uh, and I am maybe kind of losing some of my hair on the top of my head. Maybe. Um, what? <laughs> That's a way to put it. Yeah. Um, so I uh, got, a, despite my numerous applications of um, 50 SPF sunscreen to my head and body, I managed to get some pretty serious sunburn action on the old scalp. <laughs> but that was my adventure yesterday. Yeah. Yeah. What did you, I mean, you had an adventure yesterday too, yeah? I did. First, our friend Courtney graduated with her master's in theology and therapy. Two Probably. Th- yeah, something. Um, and I got to meet her whole family, which was interesting. I um, made a comment that her Texas was was showing because oh, she's she, from Texas. Yeah. She's from Texas, but has lived here for three years Yeah, and, um, like only gets the accent when she's been drinking. Um, she like doesn't really have it, but around her family, it was like loud and proud. And so that was fun. And then, um, directly after that, I went my, it was my cousin's 65th birthday. Yeah. And he decided he wanted to rent a limo, so we rode around, did a pub crawl, not really pub, a brewery 
crawl, I guess you would say, in Fremont and Ballard. Yeah. Um, in a that stretch. Ended in Woodenville. Yeah. Which is about half an hour outside of Seattle. Yeah. Which is random. And, um, well, because they live in Redmond, so it was. Um, and uh, we were in a stretch Escalade. Oh, nice. Yes. Nice. And the best part was at the end of the night. We drunkenly ate at Dick's. Oh, no. Oh, and we weren't allowed to get back in the car with it. Oh, oh really? Yeah. He wouldn't let you take the Dick's so you well, could drink alcohol. That's pretty sexist of you. The la- It was a lady driver. Oh, Jesus. <laughs> Surprised you made it back. <laughs> oh, no. Oh, no. Yeah, she wouldn't let us get in the car. I thought it was interesting that we were allowed to drink beer in yeah. there, but we couldn't eat food. It's pretty weird. That is weird. That is weird. But what I was getting at is at the end of the night, you kind of found out that basically the person that organized and planned the entire party, yeah. which involved renting a limo, driving a bunch of people around yeah. to breweries yeah. for, for the purpose of imbibing alcohol. Yeah. Um, didn't, didn't actually plan a way for people to get home. Right. Right. He had the last stop be the last brewery. Okay. Yeah. That's all well and good. But everyone was probably about five miles from their cars at that point. Mm-hmm. So when she's like, oh no, well the last stop is this place in Woodenville. Um, I just looked at him and I'm like, how did you plan for people to get home? And he's like, deer in headlights. Like, oh, I don't know. <laughs> So it's a good thing we figured that out before. Yeah. And then today was actual oh like God. pride day. Yeah. And I have gone to that parade every year since my dad came out, which is like six, seven, seven or eight years, maybe and you- six or seven. And instead of going today, I was at church. <laughs> what wow, a weird... I had no idea. <laughs> you no idea that I go every year? Yeah, I didn't oh. know. I mean, yeah. Oh, yeah. yeah. I didn't know. Like, yeah. I went to the parade last year just because I was already downtown when it happened. But That's a lot of fun. It used to be on Broadway through... Through the Capitol Hill neighborhood. Yeah. And then it got so big that, because that's a pretty small street. Okay. That they had to put it downtown and now it's like a huge thing. Yeah. And uh, so what they have done is that neighborhood, that that neighborhood still wants it. So that's why they made it two days. Well, they've had, they've had stuff all weekend. (laughs) Yeah. But I think that's relatively new. Like it used to just be the one day. I'm and getting distracted because I'm pretty sure that Chris's dog is... He's making his own bed. Oh, he looks like he's trying to have sex with your blanket. No, he's making his bed. Oh. He's pretty drugged out. This is an interesting like way to make your bed. A stoned dog. Like, he, his eyes look all cheech. He doesn't really know what what he's doing. Yeah. It's okay. Which, you know, us live um, narrating your dog right. being it's stoned really and making good. his bed makes for a great pod. But, yeah, it totally um, does. I feel like we glossed over something big. You went to church today. I did. Why did you go to church? I went with you. <laughs> oh. <laughs> you went because of me. Yeah. I thought maybe you just wanted to go to church. Well. Oh. Um, yeah, so, no, I, so I um, live at a church. Kind of, um, 
I'm a, a janitor there. <laughs> facilities manager. I'm a facilities manager. And part of my sounds, position sounds at the church is, um, involves me living there uh, or having a living space there. So, um, yeah, yeah. And my, my family goes there and I was helping out with my nephews to watch uh, watch them after. And they were service. performing. And they were performing. So there. normally you don't go in. Oftentimes, they do not actually end up yeah. in the actual service. I end up, when I'm there, just kind of hanging out with them out in the playground or something like that. But, uh, but yeah, it was like a weird it was a weird thing. And actually, like, I don't know. Do you want to talk about, like, do you want to, is this something we want to talk about? I don't know. Yes, no. What? I don't what? know. Maybe we should take a break. And... <laughs> we'll have to take a break, but we're going to do it live. So oh. we have about 30 seconds to talk about it. <laughs> Whoa, 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 no, oh, whoop. No. Okay, all right, and uh, there's the mistake one break? of the live podcasting. Hang on, Hang on. we're going to try this Podcasting one. Podcasting is hard. Oh, oh. yeah. Uh-huh. Here we are. Let's go. Going to break. Yeah. This is my favorite one, too. Let's do this, kids. We'll be right back. Looking for a better way to get up out of bed instead of getting on the internet and checking a new hit me get up. First shot, come strut walking. A little bit of humble, a little bit of cautious. Somewhere between like Rocky and Cosby's for the game. No, no, y'all can't copy and Moonwalking in this year is our party. Look at that. They can only handle so much math more. Oh, come on. <laughs> we should have played Same Love because of Pride Weekend. Yeah, well, you know what? Maybe the next break. Maybe it will be the all Macklemore episode. <laughs> Maybe, because that's what I... It's apparently all you have on your laptop. <laughs> really? It hasn't... No, it's... Uh, there's, some other, there's a couple other songs on there. So anyway, as we were saying... Um, yeah, no, today was a weird day. It was a weird day for me. It was a weird day for you. You went yes. to church for the first time. And it was a very God-filled weekend, um, and we didn't even plan on it. We're about to have some... Some real talk here. Okay. We're usually very lighthearted on this podcast, but this is... Uh, this is the live episode. It's the live episode. So we're just getting crazy, I guess, apparently. <laughs> um, so as I've like briefly mentioned before on the show, I used to be a pastor. Um, I'm trying to figure out how far to go back. I grew up in a very conservative Christian home. Uh, fast forward to me, I decided, I, I decided to go Bible college. Uh, ended up being on staff at a church for a while. Um, while I was in Bible college, yeah, we're just doing this. We're getting real. <laughs> oh, man. It's raw. While I was in Bible college, I met, um, my ex-wife, <laughs> my now ex-wife. Mm-hmm. She wasn't my ex-wife at the time. Right. Cause that um, would be weird. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, so, uh, we got married, um, we're married for five years. Over the course of that five years, we like were in various types of, vocational ministry where I got paid in one way or another to be a pastor. Uh, I did all sorts of fun things. Started a Bible college, was an assistant associate pastor at a church. Ended up four years ago today, four years ago today. This was the other awkward thing. Um, four years ago today, uh, announced that I was launching my own church with my now ex-wife a couple months into launching my own church. I uh, reconnected with an old high school. <laughs> oh, Christy is turning red. Um, 
Am I really? Why you're turning red? I know, right? <laughs> I reconnected with an old high school girlfriend and ended up um, having an affair. A uh, few months into that, that all kind of came to the surface that uh, the affair had happened at that point. Um, everything with my church that I had started shut down. And uh, me and my ex-wife now separated. And um, shortly after that, we were divorced. And shortly after our separation, I found out I was going to be a dad. (laughs) (laughs) From the person that I um, had an affair with. So that's a little bit of my life story. Um, All that to say, I grew up in a very, very Christian household. Was surrounded most of my young adult life by Christians. Grew up in what I would call a Christian bubble. Um, attended church my whole life. Uh, yeah. Yeah. So today, like, honestly, so when, when everything kind of happened with my separation and subsequent divorce from my ex-wife, um, I, I lost a lot of my friends. Like, I was... I'm not trying to say that anything that I did was okay. Um, I, I made a lot of really big mistakes and that's obvious and I'm definitely not trying to, um, justify it by any means. But that said, I was like fairly poorly treated by a lot of my community at the time. I lost pretty much my entire friend group or whatever. Um, and it was something that was really, yeah, it was something that was really challenging for me. Um, and kind of left a sour taste in my mouth when it came to church in general, Um, and honestly, since then I haven't really been back to church too much. Like I've gone and done a few things. Um, but usually like when I go back to church, it ends up being kind of like a source of pain and struggle for me. Um, and today I went back and I was in that worship service and it was like a little bit of a, I don't know. I had like some PTSD or something like it just kind of stirred up a lot. And then I happened to, I have this app on my phone called time hop. Um, and it shows you like all of your posts on like, you can link up your Twitter and Facebook and all that stuff to it. And it shows you all of those posts from, um, years past. It'll say like one year ago today, two years ago today, it'll show you like all the things, pictures and tweets and Facebook updates that you posted. And that's when like I was sitting in the church service and I was already feeling like, emotional about stuff and i opened up my phone and i was like oh four years ago today i announced on the internet that i'm starting my church so there we were yeah so how did that make you feel uh i don't know i don't know i mean there was things like so one of the things that i love about like christianity and that i really identify with is kind of this like overall sense of hope. Like one of the things that, um, one of the things that really struck me today is there was a, there was a song that we were singing during the like singing time at the beginning of the service. Um, and one of the lines was, uh, I can't remember the lines from the song. I almost took pictures of them when they were on the wall, but now I can't remember them, but it was like, you make everything new. You make like, you can take horrible things basically and turn them into good. And Mm -hmm. these are, they're singing to God. Right. But, um, just the concept of like the con the concept of like being able to make the best out of horrible situations. And of course at this time I was there with my three-year-old daughter, um, 
who was completely out of control um, and not following any of the rules that you're supposed to follow in a church service and like running around in the front with other kids and dancing. She and wasn't dancing, out of control, like spinning. Yeah. She wasn't having a temper tantrum right. or anything. She was just, you know, like being adorable. You're, church, you're supposed to like yep. be all um, church guy. Um, and she was like dancing and cause there's music. And so of course mm-hmm. that's what you do. That's you, you dance to music. And I was just like, I was sitting there looking at my daughter, um, who was, you know, like born out of unfortunate <laughs> circumstances. Um, but, you know, obviously she is beautiful and I love her. And um, just that whole concept of like taking a horrible something, something kind of horrible, like a really messy situation and something so beautiful and so good coming out of it. Um, <laughs> it hit home. Maybe start crying. Oh, no. <laughs> But yeah, yeah. So, uh, I mean, we, uh, me and, um, my daughter's mom actually made the, the we, uh, my daughter's middle name is Phoenix. Like for that reason, like beautiful things can come out of horrible circumstances. Um, so, you know, there's, there's lots of things that I really identify with, uh, about Christianity that I really appreciate, like the culture, the community that it brought me and stuff like that. But there are also like huge sources of pain for me and like mm-hmm. huge struggles that I have. Um, one of which played out a little bit later in the day. <laughs> 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 Is that something that you're okay with talking about? Sure. <laughs> so after the, after the church, well, is there anything, I mean, what did you think of being in the Oh, should I say my? Yeah, talk it out. Okay. For anyone who listens to my other podcast, this is really boring, but... um, Hi, Jen. (laughs) Shout out to Jen. What's up? Um, I was baptized Catholic because my parents got married in the Catholic Church, and as part of that, you have to, as part of the vows, you have to basically promise to God that you will raise all your children as Catholic. Um, So my mom had a huge case of the Catholic guilt. So when I was born nine months, almost to the day after they got married, um, she baptized me, but then never wanted anything to do with church. So I didn't have that influence at all. Um, but then probably in junior high, I, um, my best friend was Catholic and I just felt like I needed something in my life. So I started going to church with her And I really liked it. I liked the community aspect of it. And with the Catholic church, it's pretty much the same thing every day and I, every, every week. And I liked the, I just, um, liked a lot of it. And, but I, at the same time, I always felt like I wasn't really, I didn't actually belong because I hadn't had first communion. So I could never have first communion, which meant I couldn't be confirmed, which mean I wouldn't be able to get married or have the last rites. Like I, there's like a certain path that you take as a Catholic and I missed a huge step. Yeah. And because of that, I would never be fully accepted. So I then went on a journey that took me until like my mid twenties where I just researched and went to every church that I could get, get my hands on and read holy books that or whatever, um, to try to find out something that um, fit with me and nothing really did. So I just kind of said, well, this is, this is what I believe. And I'll just, you know, live a, 
be a good person. And that's how I live my life. And, um, but one thing that was different about today's is the Christian churches that the, what I consider like non-denominational Christian churches that I went to were, uh, mega churches. And it was a specific one, um, in the area I, um, was there with my friend and I think her little brother in the middle of it had to go to the bathroom and I was going to take him and we actually got like held back by cameramen because you're not allowed to go to the bathroom right because being filmed for tv yeah so you can't go at certain times so today's church with like the kids i said at one point like this song is kid crack because as yeah. soon as it came on they all just Everybody like just started jumped up right it was heads. very different they were the only ones that are dancing yeah because yeah, <laughs> everyone else is so indoctrinated with the shit that you put up yeah probably so yeah. so it was <laughs> the kids don't know that they're not supposed to behave like exactly because they haven't been but they're like your sister was like not like that either like she was on the floor and like cuddling with them yep. and dancing and so that was very different than the yeah christian churches i experienced and it wasn't i didn't feel gross yeah where most of the other churches i felt really gross even when like even before i had kids and when i was a pastor when i would get up to preach i told you this today like i would always tell people like hey like let your kids do whatever they want because it's totally (laughs) it's, it's totally fine and that's i mean that's the same way that there was even times in the bible i don't know if you've have you ever heard that story Mm-mm. Preacher Jeremy coming out right here. Oh, no. <laughs> there was even times in the Bible when the like there Jesus was there preaching to people and like kids in the crowd were basically misbehaving and um, they people tried to like shut down the kids, tell them to be quiet or whatever, mm-hmm. um, or leave Jesus alone. And uh, he was like, no, 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 let him like let the kids come to me, and then told everybody in the crowd like, look, you have to be like a little child basically and it's one of the things so pee and poop your pants and in front also, of god yeah basically okay. <laughs> just shit yourself yeah. in front of jesus maybe that's what the mega church wanted me to do maybe maybe that's why they were trying <laughs> to keep you from going to the bathroom but honestly like that's one of the things i was telling you this yesterday like that's one of the things i loved about taking i took ellie down to um like i said i took her to the pride celebration thing yesterday on capitol hill and there was like i mean there was a there was a unicorn stampede um which was a, a group of about 50 or 60 people that was all dressed as unicorns that went basically gallivanting through the neighborhood throwing glitter and blowing bubbles and um just celebrating being happy unicorns Um, the unicorn the spirit of the unicorn basically um and so you know and there's there's people dressed in the the, i saw a person um dressed as a, a gimp i guess in some <laughs> very like provocative leather, leather with a ball gag in his mouth and a yeah. and a collar on being towed by somebody in a wheelchair. Um, I saw like you know there was people walking around in their underwear, whatever. Like there yeah. was some there was some really interesting things, and uh, and uh, it was so much fun. Like Ellie um, was embracing like she enjoys like just watching people and seeing all the stuff going on, but like she has no comprehension that this is something that this she's supposed weird. to be uncomfortable right. with or is weird or even yeah. Well, the, and if you just keep exposing her to things like that, I guess, then yeah. she won't ever know to be judgmental about it. Yeah, right. And for anybody that's judgy, send your hate mail to at nerdoutloudpod 
Jeremy on at Twitter. <laughs> um, so anyway, yeah, yeah. That that's that that's your background with church. Was there anything like? No. So today we, uh, after church, um, I had to do some work around the building. Uh, and then we all went to a baseball game. Yes. And you got to meet my family. You say right? that every time. I've met him so many times. Oh. <laughs> but every time we hang out, you're is like. Is that the first time you met my f- Are you joking? No. Is this like a, is this going to be like a skit that, that you do from now on? <laughs> no. I've eaten dinner with them multiple times. Okay. <laughs> so I guess you've met them a couple times. Yeah. Okay. So Christy's met my family a couple times, um, but today was an extended period of time together. Yes. Right. We went to Everett Aquasox game, which is our local minor, minor league. Yeah. Minor, minor, right? league. minor, yeah. minor league. Um, and, uh, Yeah, yeah, no, it was good. Um, it was interesting. My uh, my my family was there. We went with my mom and my dad, and my daughter and my sister, my brother in law, and their two kids. And uh, Christy got kind of cornered. So my mom is because Jeremy and Jessica uh, abandoned me with her. We'll just say that. Okay, so Christy got <laughs> um, what I would call cornered by my mother. Which I like, at, she comes over to talk to me and I look around and everyone has left. So you was like met, a sitcom. I mean, you've met my family, but this is one of the first times that we've really like spent like quality time together, I would say. Mm. One of the first times. Uh, Father's Day. One of the first Okay, times. I'll give it to you. I'll give it to you. Besides you're busy babysitting on Father's Day. Yes. Um, so anyway, so Christy got cornered by my mom, um, who proceeded to share her entire life story. Incredibly awkward, uncomfortable. Full on details. Full on details, like stuff. Birth that, to present. Stuff that I didn't know until I was like 16 or 17. And I'm her son. She explained to you today, probably your second time, second or third time, like actually hanging out, having quality time together. Mm-hmm. And then um, my mom... Wanted to know some very personal details about your life. Yes. Right? Where I am. What? How does she... How is it phrased? Where you're at spiritually. Where yes. you're at in your faith. Where I am in this journey. Where Wait, you are in is that, this journey. Is that... Does that make sense? Okay. So I've, I feel like I have to explain. There's sometimes when I feel like someone may think that I'm making fun of them, but I really am like, hey, Jeremy, what does this phrase mean? Or when... When someone says this, what do they mean? Have you ever heard the term Christianese? No. It's like a, it's a language that Christians have. I have been discovering that in the last couple months. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, And the more you hang out with them, the more you start to understand it. Um, and then the more you hang out with people that aren't conversely, I guess, as I, uh, learned growing up in a Christian environment, the more you hang out with people that maybe aren't Christians or haven't grown up in a Christian environment, they don't understand all these, uh, that you have. And some of it is real words, but I mean, completely different things. And so I like, it really is like, I need a translator. You should have been there. Uh, I I, I wish that I would have. So she asked me where I'm on my journey. Or where I am 
in this path or something. Yeah. So I kind of explained what I just said in those words and then ended it with, I would say I'm spiritual, but not religious. Yeah. And then I said, I don't know if those are the right words. Like, I don't know if I'm using the right terminology or not. You're not speaking her language. Yeah. Or something. And she said, well, I wouldn't say I'm spiritual or religious. I would just say I love Jesus. So that's, that went. Yeah. Which is weird. It was weird, right? I think that I got more upset about it than you did. Yeah. Well, because like I said. But I have all this history. Yeah. So like I said in our group text, because our friend Courtney and Jeremy have a similar history with the church, like raised in it, had a lot of pain and whatever from it. So um, Jeremy tweets or texted in our group text, like this just happened. And um, Courtney was like, oh, are you okay? Well, to me, I don't have that history. So these questions like don't affect me. But also, I don't know. What did you call it? Christianese. Christianese so yeah. I don't know if there's a motive. If there's a motive and if there is a motive behind the questioning, I don't know what it is. So here's what really made me mad. Okay. What really made me mad, and this is what so many Christians do. Is there a door open somewhere? Yeah, the back door. Oh, okay. All right. Yeah. It's really hot. It's really hot. And so we have a bunch of doors open here. And, and there's, there's like a bunch of bugs in bunch here. Of fucking yeah. gigantic bugs everywhere. Um, so. Um, Look at his face. <laughs> He's so stoned. <laughs> Brody stoned. No. Brody stoned. Pod dog. Pod dog. Um, what really bugged you about it? What really bugs me about it, and this is what bugs me about so much, is that like it's not, um, it, it wasn't, it wasn't that she actually cared about where you were at spiritually as a person. Like she didn't have like a, she didn't, she had this checklist of the type of person that is like an ideal mm-hmm. person, and she wanted like you to fit that mold, and she's just going down that checklist and trying mm-hmm. to figure out like where you fit and that's what really frustrates me about religion and this is what i told you is that like this is exactly what happened in the bible like there was a group of people jews that had they were living by this law they were waiting for a messiah they were waiting for a savior they had basically a checklist or a like this is what we believe according to scripture the messiah is going to look like then this guy came along jesus who was totally like didn't fit the, the mold. Well, the fulfillment of that, but not what they expected, okay. I guess. And uh, he – and it, it, like, caught them off guard or it so, like, offended them. It offended them so much that they, that they like, killed him because they thought, like, like it, it, he was so crazy or out there or weird or whatever. Mm-hmm. But, like – it, so anyway, it made me really mad when my mom did that and cornered, um, cornered Christy and was, was talking to her about that because I was like, hey, this is like you trying to force her into this like checklist of like, this is the type of person that I want you to be. And, 
so let me just go down the list. Okay. Like, where are you at this? Where are you at this? Mm-hmm. Like, and even in the discussions that I've had with my mom, like she does that in the same way. Like whenever it comes down to, we start talking about spirituality or faith or a belief or whatever. She always wants to know, like she just has this checklist. She's going down. Like, how do you feel about abortion? How do you feel about gay marriage? Oh, yeah. How do you feel about like, Oh no. So. When she starts getting down to issues yeah. because I felt, I, I felt like, well, as soon as I said, I'm spiritual, but not religious, like a light went on and she said, so you're saying there's a chance, <laughs> <laughs> but once she gets down to real issues and finds out like that, I have a gay dad, like, Ooh, but I can't be sad. No, I'm not going to be upset about it. Yeah. No. People can hate me for the right reasons. (laughs) (laughs) I don't think she would hate you. Oh, okay. So you just won't really watch. Okay. That's fine. (laughs) That's fine. (laughs) (laughs) Wow. Okay. All right. Well, with that, we're going to take a little break. All right. I can't wait to hear what song we're going to pick. Oh, nope. I did it. I did it. Hang on. Hang on. Here we go. Hang on. Oh no. Oh no. Something's wrong. Something. Oh wait, hang on. Hang on. Hang on. I know what I did wrong. Podcasting is hard. Welcome to, uh, welcome to us figuring this out as we go along, guys. Let's try that, uh, let's try that one more time. talking about maybe i'm scared that it's going to be played at an inappropriate volume welcome back it's hot damn hot real hot hot of this is my shorts i can cook things in it little crotch pot cooking well can you tell me what it feels like fool what is hot i told you again were you born on the sun it's damn hot you can be a little thing. I saw it so damn hot. I saw those little guys in the orange row burst into flames. It's that hot. You know what I'm talking about. What do you think it's going to be like tonight? It's going to be hot and wet. That's nice if you're with a lady, but it ain't no good if you're in the jungle. Thank you, Roosevelt. Here's a song coming your way right now. Nowhere to Run To by Martha and the Vandellas. Yes. Hey, you know what I mean. Oh. Too much? Apparently. It's hot. We need to learn how to. I need to learn how to. Talk up songs better. Right. That guy does it way better than yeah. me. You've never seen the movie? No, I've never seen the movie. You haven't? No. Oh, no. Add it to your list. 
I'll have my people do that. Okay. Um, hey, Christy. Hey, what? Can you add whatever that movie was to my list? Yeah, I will. Um, it wasn't, wasn't, um, didn't you say that we needed to find what the sex move of what, add it to the stream? Yeah. <laughs> add it to yeah. the stream. Okay. So I had some funny tweets. This guy, uh, Jake Fogelnist, and, um, I'll tell you his Twitter name is, uh, I think it's at Jake Fogelnest. It is. And the last name is F-O-G-E-L-N-E-S-T. He was hilarious last night and he's in New York and uh, apparently his air conditioner broke. And so he's been tweeting and here's some, here's some of his tweets. There's like three. Um, here's a fun fact. My air conditioner seems to be broken. So now I'm going to murder 87 people and throw an old car battery at a cop. <laughs> then they say, if you can remember the sixties, you weren't there. I say, shut the fuck up. My air conditioner is broken and I'm in no mood right now. And then the last one was 10 years ago, we had Steve Jobs, Bob Hope, and Johnny Cash. Now we have a broken fucking air conditioner at my house and the world is a toilet. <laughs> wow. So that is kind of how I felt lost. But he has an air conditioner. Oh, you know what's funny? I have one. Is it broken? No. Oh. Last summer, I had it on like three times. And it leaked into my carpet, and I had to pull the carpet up, and oh so I don't know. <laughs> it could be broken. <sighs> do you have any funny ones? I have another one if you don't. I do. Um, okay. This is from my uh, Twitter crush, Adam Wilson, at the lean over. <clears throat> WWJD, be hella tolerant. <laughs> my pride that goes my with today tweet. what would jesus do that's what wwjd stands for he would be hella tolerant i can't help but agree uh yeah go ahead i have a i have Apparently, one i'm i have all gay themed ones so. i i kind of do too here's one from bill corbett who uh tweeted this right after the whole doma thing got a per, got shut down just married like 17 dogs what you were warned. <laughs> Do you want to explain that? Because I, I don't understand yeah, it. No. So it's most, like a most Christians believe that, uh, sadly, slope. sadly believe slope. that uh, as soon as gay marriage is legalized, the next step is going to be uh, bestiality and uh, incest, incest and pedophilia. And that just because makes obviously, me. Obviously, yeah. that's what's going to happen. That just makes me sad for their mindset. Oh, yeah, for sure. Like, that's the next thing they think of. Um, let's see. Here's a funny one. Jen Statsky. Ever actually tried taking candy from a baby? Pretty tough. Those suckers love candy and aren't afraid to make a scene. <laughs> anyway, I'm in jail. Wow. <laughs> Um, here's my last one. It's from Rob Den Blaker at Rob Den Blaker spelled exactly like it sounds with a K mandatory, all caps, mandatory gay marriage passed husbands and wives tearfully separate await gay spouse assignments. <laughs> That's great. That's another one. That's kind of poking at another one that Christians always go after. Is that it's attacking their marriage? Yeah. Is that 
um, if gay marriage is legal, then my marriage uh, apparently doesn't count now. So weird. It's such a weird jump. And then um, that's I, – there's like a funny thing that's like if you're against gay marriage or like straight people, if you're against gay marriage, stop having gay kids. Gay people are born out of – Oh, right. <laughs> I had to explain that to the Christian in the yeah. room. Um, let's see. <laughs> Here's two on the back to back about the whole Paula Dean being a racist. Jesus. This is from Drew McFrizz. You can fire Paula Dean from the Food Network, but I guarantee you she'll find soup food somewhere. No. Oh, sad. And then this is uh, that Ramos girl. My tweets are all boring. <laughs> oh, that's not nice. Um, I hope next week we find out that Gaffietti w- said something racist. <laughs> oh, Gaffietti. Hmm. Gaffietti reminds me of my cousin. Yes. Yeah. Does he wear sunglasses on the back of his head? At times. Yeah. And wears sweatbands and just... And, and fire shirts. A lot of, a lot of similarities. Mm-hmm. A lot of similarities. Totally. So, yeah. Yeah, Christy. How did you feel about our experiment? We'll see. Yeah, I guess we'll see. A little rough around the edges, I would say. Yeah, it's kind of late, too. But I feel good about it. Overall. Newsflash, it's about 75 in here, so it's a lot cooler than Thank it was. God. Thank God. The yes. sweaty balls in my mouth. Oh, the sweaty balls. Sweaty balls. <laughs> I don't have sweaty balls. I have sweaty boobs. Sorry. So what happened is I um, opened up GarageBand because I'm trying to find the closing song <laughs> that we usually <laughs> play. And I remember that I had um, loaded a bunch of drops that I've isolated from previous uh, previous podcasts. Me, you, and Jeremy's mom. <laughs> <laughs> I like it. Like that one. Yeah, and those also are this good. one. From our good friend Ginger. The thing is like in my mouth. (laughs) (laughs) Absolutely no fucking idea what it means. (laughs) (laughs) So so with that, guys, with that, do you have anything to say, Christy? Nah. No? I'm good. Okay. Well, I need you to filibuster right now. Hashtag good pod. One word. Interesting. Interesting. You're doing a horrible job of, uh, sorry. I just got into, bustering. I get into, um, Facebook. Here. here we go. Here we go. This is the song that we use for the So, hey, folks, you can find us on Twitter. On Twitter. Nerd Out Loud. Oh, I would admit, I was like, self promotion. Like, sorry. This is always very sorry. Oh, I meant us as a podcast. You can find us at Nerd Out Loud Pod on Twitter, Nerd Out Loud Pod on Facebook. That song is shorter than I expected. Play it again. <laughs> hey guys, thanks for listening. Check us out at Nerd Out Loud on Twitter, at Nerd Out Loud Pod on Twitter, at Nerd Out Loud Podcast on the Facebook. Personally, at J-U-R-M-C-H Germs on the Twitters and find this one Kissy beautiful eyes. co-host in the cross for me at Kissy Eyes K-I-S-S-I E-Y-S on the Twitters
it's worth your time. Whoa! And with that, hey. <laughs> Let your nerd flag fly! <laughs> Not even. Not even. It's live cast. Sorry, this is my second too. <laughs>